I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If ever you wondered if you touched my soul. Who is the foreign artist who's been covered the most, or the one who's actually stayed here for good? And why do Filipinos like listening to the same songs by the same singers over and over again anyway? Welcome to Super Random, an Inquirer podcast powered by Puma Podcast, where we discuss and deconstruct everything Pinoy pop culture that you've either forgotten or were too embarrassed to admit you liked. I'm your super obsessive host, Ruel S. Rivera, and today we will continue talking about those songs that found a lasting home on Philippine radio and Filipino ears even if they were made by foreign artists and were never meant to gain permanent residence here. Last episode, we discussed how David Pomerantz's ballads have had an enduring romance with Filipino listeners. But it goes beyond just fandom. There is a deep cultural and somewhat formulaic element to certain songs by foreign artists playing seemingly forever on the radio. Let's go and talk about the Filipinos' love for the sentimental and the maudlin, what we used to listen to all the time on the Mellow Touch and Sunday radio. We know every Air Supply and Barry Manilow song by heart, but what about these? They will sound very familiar to you, but do you know who sang them? This one is Rupert Holmes' Terminal. I've come back this morning to where I first came alive Here within this terminal where the buses arrive And of course, you have Menudo's if you're not here. If you're not here my side, back the tears I try to hide. Want something a little more visceral? How about Nazareth's Love Hurts?
The thing is, all these songs are big hits here unlike anywhere else, but they are all essentially the same song with the same progression and the same sentiments. They are classic Filipino beats of having loved and lost, of loving someone you cannot have, of being too late. We like what we like, and the DJs know it. So this will go on and on. What makes Filipinos so attached to just one song, not even an album? Pinky Aceron is a former DJ who worked in the radio industry for three decades and teaches broadcast communication at the University of the Philippines. As a DJ, she saw many songs which were modest or non-hits in other territories but were big hits here, then and now. Filipinos by nature are very sentimental. They tend to be very emotional. Therefore, I have reason to believe that their musical taste is also emotionally driven. They turn to music as something that reminds them of a certain phase of their lives. You know, so kunyari, let's say, oh, this song reminds me of the time I fell in love for the first time. Or this song reminds me of the time I broke up with my boyfriend. And this song reminds me of the time that I got over my breakup. Filipinos, I believe, have the tendency to turn to music for memories and for something to soothe them. And something that soothes the soul. Local songs are what we call original Filipino music or OPM now has the advantages of true context. The events they are linked with happened here. The Eraserhead's entire body of work is full of these very specific references. But these foreign songs, it's all about the emotion, not the setting. So one has to ask, what kind of a listener is the Filipino when it comes to music on the radio? Are we easily conditioned just by LSS? Or is there really something that we look for? Filipinos have come a long way in terms of musical preferences. They've been able to get out of their comfort zone. A lot of them have expanded their musical taste. But nananaig pa rin yung emotions natin when it comes to choosing certain songs because we turn to music, you know. If I could have a pound for every moment I've spent How would you describe the Filipino radio or concert listener? The best thing about Filipino listeners is that they're very loyal. They follow you <laughs> wherever you go. <laughs> they're very supportive and very welcoming. This is also partly an explanation why foreign artists well past their prime visit the Philippines for concerts just on the merit of one song. These events often lead Filipinos to react with, I didn't know he or she was still alive. Buhay pa pala sila. But they will go, because they just love that one song. It is far more likely for promoters to hold the concert for over-the-hill acts than for new up-and-coming ones. Ovation Productions is one of the largest events management companies in the Philippines, and they have struck it hot a lot 
bringing in everyone from Lady Gaga, the 1975, One Direction, Alicia Keys, Panic at the Disco, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, and Ed Sheeran. But they have also brought in Air Supply, Pat Boone, The Letterman, Engelbert Humperdinck, Casey and the Sunshine Band, The Stylistics, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Sergio Mendes and Brazil 2014, Tony Orlando, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, Dion Warwick, America, Calapana, Don McLean, Jack Jones, The Beach Boys, Petula Clark, Toto, and the late Kenny Rogers. Why bring in all these older acts? Ovation Productions declined to comment for this podcast. It's a joke, but there's a certain truth to it too, you know. Even if we know hearing this song will bring back bittersweet memories, we still insist on listening to it. You know, it's like going back in time. Para sa kanila, nothing beats the original. Yun ang kinagisna nila eh. Yun ang kinagisna ng Pinoy. So, they tend to stick to that. They tend to cling to that. They may appreciate the covers, sure. But for them, iba pa rin yung original. Lalo na if it's played live. May market pa rin sila dito. And it's the senior market. I remember when I watched Sergio Mendes, ang daming senior citizens na nanood. Of course, they have the spending power, right? They really watch the whole show because they want their money's worth. They don't cough up the dough just to hear that song and just leave. You know, binubuo nila yung program. Kintay nila until the last minute, until the encore, if you will, to hear their favorite song. In fact, the heavy radio rotation of foreign songs has left a lasting mark on OPM. Despite the fact that the Corazon Aquino era executive order actually required four songs classified as OPM to be played on the radio every hour or their equivalent cumulatively for the day. But this EO went nowhere. Some of the most successful OPM songs are so slick and gorgeous they can easily be mistaken for foreign songs. Take the ultimate conundrum, I Will Always Stay This Way In Love With You by Baron Barbers. OPM. It's technically OPM because though the original performer is American singer Baron Barbers, the writer and producer is Filipino boy Katindig and the song was recorded here. Filipinos have become so good at mastering every style, every trend, and every skill. But the innovative melodic search for sweet, generous OPM never stops. Maybe the night holds a little hope for us. Dear, maybe we might want 
The Philippines has always been described as a kind of musical paradise. We have our own artists and many foreign artists merely passing through. And then you have the ultimate example of the foreign artist who not only found relative fame in the Philippines, but an actual home. Hello everyone, this is Keith Martin coming to you from Manila, Philippines. <laughs> I'm a record producer, songwriter, vocalist, composer. Martin is not from Manila. Born in Washington, D.C., he quickly developed into a songwriter and performer signed to the Rough House Columbia Sony label. His first hit was Never Find Someone Like You from the original Bad Boys soundtrack. In 1995, Martin put together an album called It's Long Overdue. Because of You was next to the last song on my first album in 95. I recorded 20 songs in about four weeks. It was actually just a filler song. I was in the studio playing it to a video camera, teaching it to a choir. The engineer had the tape rolling while I was playing and singing it to a video camera. And it was just a one take thing. The song wasn't supposed to go on my first record because everything else had a gigantic production value to it. Because if you didn't, it was just acoustic piano and a mic. When the A&R guys and the CEO of the label were picking songs for the record, I saw it on the list. And I told them, I said, this song right here wasn't for the record. I didn't do this song for the record. How did it get recorded? <laughs> the CEO, Chris Schwartz, said, oh, we like this song. You know, we need some album fillers, so just keep it on there. We like it. So I just left it. The song itself never had any marketing agenda to it at all. It wasn't even a single off the first record. It was just something that was word of mouth that somebody liked and people just latched onto it. The song itself was for a Philadelphia gospel choir, and Martin was canny enough to make the lyrics ambiguous so that they could be romantic as well as religious. I had written the song maybe six months beforehand. It was specifically for the choir, but I left the lyrics open-ended so people's interpretation can be broader than just me supplying it for somebody. 
that's the key thing to that song is that it has a universal appeal. It could be gospel, it could be a wedding song, it could be a love song. It's just a song of thanks. And if ever you wondered what it sounded like a cappella, here's Keith. If ever you wondered if you touch my soul, yes you do. Since I met you, I'm not the same. You bring life to everything I do. Just the way you say hello with one touch. I can't let go, never thought I'd fall in love with you. Because of you, my life has changed. Thank you for the love and the joy you bring. Because of you, I feel no shame. Out of the world, it's because of you. The next part of the story is even crazier. To him, the song lay unheard for years. He had no clue people were listening to it and really getting into it. I had friends that really liked that song in California. A lot of Filipino friends of mine, they always said they loved that song. But I didn't know that it was having the impact it was really having in the Philippines until I came to the Philippines in 2004. There was a, a promoter here in Manila. His name was Henry Anglato. Okay. Henry was traveling the country and traveling the world, getting imported records. He contacted the production company that I was with when I was in California. And well, he told the people that my song was big and they wanted to invite me to Manila to do a benefit show for the Capuzo Foundation at Moralco Theater in 2004. That was a big three-day concert thing and they wanted to invite me out for that. But when I got here, I didn't know it was like as big as it was gonna be. So I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> and then I, I meet Kyla and she had redid the song that's when i first met her and surprised her on her birthday on gma i came out and did the song with her blew her mind it was just like wow a whole nother roller coaster ride from a song that i thought was dead in the water i get over here and find out is like wow boom everywhere what was it like when you arrived it was really cool. It was really nice. It was uh, very surprising and I loved it because it's a really good feeling to know that your music touches people in a way that's beyond words. That was definitely something divine behind that situation. And when I got here, EMI Poly East approached me about doing a record deal. And I said, yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> That'd give me another opportunity just to write and produce more songs. So I just wind up staying and working for the company, writing songs and producing local artists here. I loved it. You know, the first artist I worked with was Kyla and she was such a phenomenon in the studio. I mean, she would come in the studio, get the song done in an hour and be gone. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> you know, I just, just started engulfing myself into more of the scene here and loved it. 
Since then, Martin has worked extensively in the Philippines and Indonesia. He has notably worked with artists such as Kyla, Glock 9, Jed Madela, Luke Mijares, and Nina Herado, among others. But the most interesting aspect of Martin's presence here was the avalanche of cover versions of Because of You that have followed him. We can begin with Gary V, who did a version for a 2013 movie titled after the song, Star Cinema's Because of You. It's literally spelled B-C-U-Z space O-F space U. Because of you. It's about three separate love stories that somehow wind up intertwined. Starring Christine Hermosa and Dither Ocampo, Hart Evangelista and Joff Eigelman, Hero Angeles, and of course, Sandara Park. That was the ultimate high for me. I mean, wow. I never did see the movie, but I saw the trailer, I saw Gary Vee's video, and it blew my mind. That was pretty much the best version of the song I've ever heard. Even Martin Avera's version I dug. I think Jed Medella did a version of it. Gucci Lorenzana. I, I did a version for him that he put out, the first Tagalog version of that song. Martin's being a little humble brag here because Because of You may be the most recorded cover song ever in this country, having been covered and released by Gary V. Martin Yevera, Kyla, Michael Pangilinan, and Jed Madela. And this doesn't include countless unrecorded and unreleased versions of this song. Just look for them on YouTube. They're everywhere. If ever you wonder If you touch my soul Yes, you do Since I met you, I'm not the same you bring life to everything I do Just the way that you say hello With one touch I can't let go Never thought I'd fall in love with you surreal. I loved it. I mean, it's just a blessing to be able to create something that affects everyone positively like that. That to me is where the success was right there. After numerous projects in Indonesia and the United States, Martin has switched to independently producing music. The digital platform allowed me access to the global market that I have fans in. A lot of labels were just marketing in their regions. Here, they were just marketing in the Philippines. In Indonesia, they were just marketing in Indonesia. But digital platforms weren't available then. So once it kicked in, I jumped right on it because I needed more control of my music and my content. And me as an artist, 
right now, I'm totally independent. I went home to the States and started my own production company called New Direction Music, LLC, which is a California-based company. And this literally brings Martin full circle and home. Where do you live? Eastwood. I have my studio here. I'm writing for film scoring ideas and commercial stuff. I'm doing a lot of production for artists in the U.S. And, you know, I do the work here and then I email it out. They record and I mix and master as well. The only thing I haven't done since lockdown here is performance. I was singing at bars and events and stuff with my band La Raza. They live in Las Piñas. They're all here. Devin Aquino, Donna La Raza, who also sang with NYMP, Jared Aquino. Since 2004, I've been embracing the Filipino life. What's your favorite thing about living here? I'm near my son. I have a son here. He's 13 years old. He's here. I, I get to see him. He was born and raised here. His um, mother is Filipina? Yes. But I'm engaged again right now. I met her at one of my shows. I was doing the casinos. Me and the band, we were playing over at Resorts World. She came to one of my shows and then she had to leave because she's a home care nurse. So she went to Malaysia for a whole year. <laughs> she's she's from Cagayan de Oro. She's from CDO, so she's the science. So I got a whole nother thing to learn. <laughs> How well do you speak Filipino? I know enough to get around in the taxi. Ito nilang. Ikaw ba yung kumanta ng Because of You? Uh-oh. Are you sick of the song? Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm seriously asking you, are you sick of the song? Uh, because of you? I kind of am. Because <laughs> I have so much other music that I want to present. Can't win today's ball game with yesterday's hits. You got to stay current. Because of you is like one of your kids. You know, they grow up and they go on, they go to college and they become their own thing. And then you move on to the next thing. So. Because of you is like one of my older kids that's gone on. All right, I ain't worried about him no more. <laughs> okay. Martin considers himself a Filipino, except for one weird thing. I haven't got my hour award. You know, there's so many songs out here, so many new artists, but that song has been around for a long time. Yet, I don't have an hour award. Is it only for Filipino artists? <laughs> I consider myself Filipino by heart for the longest. I was even the Filipino ambassador at one point for Department of Tourism. Martin explains that there are many of his American musician friends already living and working here. It's great because you always want to be where the love is. And that's what I do. I go where the love is. So the love has been here. And that's where I've been. I have other friends that are from America that are here too. There's a few cats out here that's doing it. Yeah, so. but you may have started this trend. I would like to think I was the pioneer, the first cat. <laughs> I love it.
That's it for this episode of Super Random, an Inquirer podcast powered by Puma Podcast. This episode is produced by Josa Quinones and edited by Nina Toralba. The guitar version of Because of You is by Boy Hapai. The piano version was by Ken Reynosa. Thank you to Pinky Aceron and Keith Martin, of course, for joining us for this episode. If you like this episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor. I'm Ruel S. Rivera. Next time, travel to other worlds to witness giant robots defending the Earth and other adventures dubbed by Filipinos for Filipinos. Gusto nyo bang malaman kung paano dumating ang mga Bozenian dito sa mundo? Pues, makinig kayo sa podcast na ito dahil ako, si Prince Zardos at ito na ang katapusan ng mundo! <laughs>